Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after-party for people who need just a little bit more. We're two friends, Jason and Steph, and we aren't quite ready to sleep on all things pop culture. Welcome to Kick-Ons, because the party's not over. The night is young, no we're not done. Party back at ours, everybody's welcome to the kick-ons. You're welcome. Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after-party for people who want just a little more. How many times have you said awesome today, Jason? Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, an awesome amount of times. Yeah, I've said it at least 60 times. On purpose? No, and every time I say it, I'm like, damn, I said it again. I think that awesome is a word that we, um, as uh People who love positivity need to take back. Oh, really? I love saying awesome. And I didn't even realize that awesome was the the amount that I say awesome was a problem. Until last weekend. Until last weekend. When there was an awesome intervention. (laughs) There was an awesome intervention. (laughs) But then it became like a joke, like... Like, you would say awesome on purpose sometimes? Well, because sometimes I'm like, are we, like, awesome? But it's... Okay, so here's here's the the A-W-E-S-O-M-E. Yeah. Did you spell awesome? Yeah, well done. Thank you. SP, not needed on that one. Yeah. I feel like... For people who don't know me... Oh, um, okay, yeah. I tend to have a, like... Is he joking or is he being serious? Yeah. You know, like, oh my God, um, I'm having a baby. Awesome. Like, <laughs> you would never say that, but to that though. Oh sorry. <laughs> oh my god. Uh my stepfather is coming into town. Awesome. <laughs> I think it's um more uh situational for you when you use that tone that you use it in nine times out of ten you're not enjoying yourself let's play a quick game okay which awesome is really awesome okay 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 should i close my eyes yeah close your eyes and maybe say a sentence oh i've got to say a sentence yeah i need to be in the moment okay and it's just random like random but it has to be awesome oh god random but awesome um, That's the name of the game. Welcome to another episode of Random But Awesome. Okay. We're two friends. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm trying to think of something amazing. Okay. No, it doesn't need to be amazing. It needs to be awesome, <laughs> this, is a, this is a spoken word medium. Okay. Um, oh, my God. I got the last cream cheese and beetroot muffin at Perry's. Awesome. <laughs> That was savage. Aries is not, dead. Not featuring Aries is dead. Not featuring Aries. Yeah. yeah, that was savage. Well done. We have 10 no, years of friendship. Random. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Done. Um, that was really awesome. That <laughs> was really awesome. That was so this awesome. podcast is so awesome. Okay. Like, what is that movie when it's like, did you have an awesome time when you went to, oh, oh it's Mean Girls. Yeah, that's Mean Girls. Oh, that's all I think of when I think yeah. of 
Um, Do you know what I think awesome. of now when I think of Mean Girls? Chromatica 2 rolling oh, into Lord. her getting smashed by a bus. <laughs> yeah. So we're back in the 04, but we were in the 03. Postcodes. Yeah. And I was going to say, what's the... 4200 Waipukuro. No, oh. that's... No, not the postcode, the area oh, the, code. Oh, 06. 06. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's it's good to know, bad. you know. Timaru is 03 as well because it's Canterbury. Wait, so how many O3s are there in New Zealand? I don't know. That's awesome. <laughs> That's gossip. <laughs> so where did this intervention take place? You may be wondering, yeah. friends of the pod. Mm. Christchurch. Yes, we went back to our... Um, uh, Hometown. Homeland. Yeah, our friendship uh, burial oh. ground, spiritual awakening. And it was so nice because at one point, we being Jason friend of the pod tom and i first official shout out um he's been mentioned a lot but we had to brand it as a shout out yeah we like looked at each other and we're like god it's just the same isn't it it's just the same but it's better yeah and it was so much fun i think what 10 years adds to a friendship is uh threefold blackmail but blackmailing abilities blackmailing abilities yeah that's one of the folds the second fold um, is the ability to call someone out when they're saying a word too often. <laughs> yeah. And the third and most important fold is hosting a Lady Gaga party. Oh, my God. You guys, you can't even imagine. If you were there, then you can imagine. Oh, if you shout weren't there, out to the people that were there. There was a moment at this party where, um, okay, before I get into that yeah, moment. that's not what I'm, I'm going to talk about. And that's not what I'm here to talk about. Thank you so much for letting me know what I'm here to talk about and what I'm not here to talk about. Okay. What I'm here to talk about is the party. So yeah. it started off from 7 till 10, we played solely Lady Gaga songs that were not on Chromatica. Yeah. Some of my favorites included Highway Unicorn. <laughs> I don't remember Highway Unicorn. Yeah. Neither yeah. does Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Then um, I had a really good boogie, boogie to Shallow. Oh, yeah. Shallow was so good. And it was when, like, the friends of Tom and Jacks were coming in that have never met us before. Yeah. And it, it was, was a glorious. really good introduction it to was. us. Yeah. Actually, I had some awesome moments. <laughs> but... <laughs> Dancing with gals um, to specifically the A Star Is Born soundtrack. Like every time I was like, where are my friends at? And then they'd join me yeah, again. Yeah. But we had a good um, performance art moment to... Um, art pop? Oh, that, but... G-Y. No. Oh, sorry, I'll shut Elton, Elton. Oh, sign. Oh, no, that's... No, no. Oh, your song. Your song, yeah, which is our song. Yeah. Um, Famously sang that at Steph's 21st <laughs> yeah. um, with friends of the pod, <laughs> the Burritos, which is Steph's dad's band's Former name. Band. Oh, X-Band. Well, I don't know if they're still together. I but... would love to hear about their tour, Oh, <laughs> I don't think you would. Oh, okay. <laughs> nah, another it's not, another pod. It's not that. Um, okay, so we danced some Lady Gaga yeah. old back catalogue yeah. from 7 till 10. 7 till 10. And then at 9.53, there was a meeting held um, <laughs> between Steph, myself, and friend of the pod, Tom. Toma. Yeah. Um, find him on Coaster, Toma. <laughs> um, and... Then we had a meeting about the speeches that we were about to deliver, which yes. was a six-minute meeting to kind of be a twenty-first vibe with the with the speeches. Exactly, and like 
and like most 21st, the house would was filled with strangers um, <laughs> and smoke machine, laser lights, yeah. strobe, and of course people dressed as Lady Gaga. Absolutely. Yeah, if you're not going to a 21st that's like that, you're not at a 21st. I don't yeah. know where you are, but yeah. <laughs> it's Go not home. awesome. It's not awesome. Get out of there. Um, and then did the speeches, which introduced, it wasn't a speech about Lady Gaga. It <laughs> no. was a speech about, um, kick on's pod. Yeah. It was networking. <laughs> networking 101. Yeah. So beautiful hopefully some of you, uh, followed yeah. and are now listening. Hi everyone. Yeah. Was at the party. Yeah. At Chromatic Club. Chromatic Club. And then Opening as night. the speeches, the... God awful speeches. Seven <laughs> minutes is not enough time to plan a speech. No. Yeah. Or yeah. No. No, that's but, a rule. No, but the, do you know what the second rule is? What? Don't let Tom speak before you. Well, okay. I'm, you know? Yeah. No, I don't. Yeah. I don't need to. Uh, that's not what I'm here it's to talk not about. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um. And then once the speeches were finally over, Chromatica won. <laughs> drops oh my god the whole whole entire house fills up with smoke no one knew about the smoke not many people knew about the smoke machine that was the worst kept secret (laughs) in chromatica in in Christchurch. yeah and whole house fills up with smoke we're all boogieing dancing Mm. like everyone is singing every single word to chromatica one and there are no words (laughs) and they know them all and then, okay, so the first couple of songs plays, it's gorgeous, beautiful. We're boogieing up and down. Uh, and my name is Adelis. Yeah. <laughs> gorgeous. Yeah, it's Jason. <laughs> um, and then Chromatica. No, and then Rain On Me. Oh, Rain On Me. Let's talk about Rain so On Me. So good. Okay. So earlier in the day, Jack, hi, Jack. Um, hi, Jack. Hi, um, Jack. He had joked about getting a spray bottle and raining on the crowd. Yeah. We didn't think it would happen. Yeah. And I don't think people didn't know about the smoke machine. No one knew about (laughs) the squirty bottle. I don't, I also don't think Jack knew it would happen. Yeah. Because Jack still to this day doesn't doesn't know know that it happened. So somehow a water bottle got filled, a spray bottle, and suddenly it was like rain Rain on on me. And there was water everywhere. And honestly, it was so nice because I went to, oh, Save Mart in Sydney, which has saved my life like Multiple. so many times over the last decade. And um, oh, the clothes that I wore, I dressed up as Joanne, um, were definitely not organic natural fibers because I was sweating. Do you think if you had to take a quick guess, would you say nylon or polyester? <laughs> I think, oh, I reckon the pants were nylon because they had a bit of a shine to them. Yeah. Um, but definitely the shirt was polyester. Lucky there wasn't a fire. We took down all the smoke alarms because of the um, smoke <laughs> no, machine. And then and, I nearly caused a fire. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Steph was trying to be arty. So then we had tinsel everywhere and Steph was trying to be arty by picking up some of the tinsel like, during art pop, me. I think. Like, yeah, yeah. She was yeah. doing her art pop moment and yeah. then she put the tinsel back on a candle and it caught on fire. <laughs> yeah. I've never reacted so fast since the earthquakes. <laughs> I don't know if that's okay to joke about or whatever. Yeah, we just did a cross. So, Rain On Me was amazing. Yeah. Then, 
I mean, you guys, you're obviously following us on Instagram. If you're not, I don't know what you're doing. At Kickons Pod. At Kickons Pod. And over the last few days, I've been posting some of my favorite um, Chromatica 2 into 911 transitions. So just famous clips of random things set to the transition. And there's more to come, I tell you. I have so many in my camera roll. But it's the most amazing transition known to mankind. Yeah. Um, and... <laughs> It played, Chromatica 2 played, and then Jack, hi Jack, didn't find it good enough, everyone's reaction. It's an orchestral piece, so then he stopped it and made everyone be quiet, which was glorious, and played it again. So it's playing, Jason's telling our friend Andy to conduct it like he would an orchestra, which he does can actually conduct. Yeah. It's beautiful, very um It was muted. Small. muted. Yeah, so muted. Yeah. It was muted. And um then we just all boogied on down to nine one one. Yeah, and then right on through to Frickin' Babylon, oh, right at the end, so strutted good. out, walk a mile. We served at ancient city Every single one of you, you are all Athenians. Yeah. You're Grecian goddesses, and we thank you for coming to Chromatic Oh, Love. it was amazing. It was so amazing, and I hope that everyone listening who wasn't there feels like they were there from yeah. listening to us. <laughs> yeah. Really, like, go through the motions. And listen you. to Chromatica. Squirt okay? yourself in the face with a freaking <laughs> yeah. water bottle when you listen to Rain On Me. It feels so good. It feels so good. We had an awesome weekend in Christchurch, didn't we? We also went to a show and we just kind of want to just do a bit of a public service announcement. I think so. Yeah. So something happens when we get off the plane in Christchurch. We become a bit silly. Um, I think. Oh, it happened when we got on the plane. It happened when we uh, became friends 10 years ago (laughs) in Christchurch. Yeah. We turn into... Uh, like party demons. Little monsters. Little monsters, yeah. which is very uh, fitting for the weekend. Mm. But at this show, it was a really amazing show. Yeah, it um, was awesome. Yeah, it was so awesome. <laughs> Performed by people in Christchurch who had their shows had been cancelled or either, or they were postponed. And so it was just like little excerpts of each show. Yeah. Um, and we were like really feeling... The vibes. The vibes, yeah. yeah. And we were right up the back. Yeah. And um, we were... Dancing and singing and talking and yelling <laughs> and potentially heckling. Oh, but out of love. Oh, each other only. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I was say. Not the performers. No, we're not, no. we're not animals. <laughs> what? So, yeah, anyway, after the- I walked out of the show, I was literally like, we are. We are getting in trouble. <laughs> yeah. like, but there's no one to tell us off. Yeah, we're dead. Um, let's, bar- let's boogie. What else happened after the show? Well, we went to a... No, um, no, before we left. Uh, Something amazing. Oh, my God. <laughs> we were um, introduced to yes. a real-life friend of the pod. Yes, Megan. Yeah, that was really nice. So we had our first, like, fan encounter. <laughs> Um, with someone that we haven't yeah, forced to listen fan to. Fan who's now a friend, to be honest. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I had a really great time with her at yeah, the party afterwards. It was amazing. So, um, if anyone else wants to come up to us in the streets, in Please. the sheets, we're Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I also have to say, well, I don't want to apologize for forcing anyone to follow us on Instagram because I felt like they already should have, but just like hi to all the new listeners. 
that I forced to follow and listen. Yeah, like and you subscribe. know who you are, Jack Marshall Realty. <laughs> that is I so said I'd give him a free ad. That's oh, a free ad, guys. Oh yeah, my God. if you're selling a house in Christchurch, go see Jack Marshall. Girl, I have got a burning question for you. Have you? Yeah. What is it? What was your life of the party? Oh, okay, cool. Um, I kind of have two. But, like, they are the same, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> so they're both thanks to Netflix. Wow. So my first... <laughs> you just try to sound so interested. <laughs> that, that's gossip. Okay. <laughs> um, so the first was a documentary that I watched on Monday and then I forced you to watch. And I've seen lots of people, like my friends, posting about called Disclosure. It's on Netflix. It's produced by a lot of people, including Laverne Cox, um, who we love. So it's a eye-opening kind of documentary that looks at transgender depictions in film and television and kind of shows you how um, Hollywood sort of reflects and manufactures our thoughts and anxieties around gender and like almost to me how we have been conditioned as a society to be anti-trans yeah. just through what we've watched um, I think it is so important. I think everyone needs to watch it. And it's, like, narrated and, um, I guess, yeah, led by heaps of different trans artists and activists. Yeah. It's so interesting. Like, even to the point where there's a scene from Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, which, like, came out when we were young, that now looking back is just, like, crazy. But it's, like we didn't know any better and it's like shameful that we didn't know any better, but it's just, yeah, it's really sad that it was even that close to now that that kind of stuff was happening. And it also looks back to, and I can't remember the name of the film, but there was this film in like 1915, which really, they talk about it in a lot of different documentaries because it's like severe blackface that's portrayed. And that is when the whole this whole kind of idea of um, the black man being, like, a scary person and, like, the the villain was first portrayed in film and that's, like, really um, embedded in culture and that also in that film there's a man dressed as a woman and that is sort of that first representation too. So this this filmmaker who's made these films is just like an absolute terrorist. Yeah, but someone who was celebrated. <laughs> yeah, which yeah. is freaking crazy. In schools and yeah, um, yeah, film schools. Yeah. And the, um, one of the people narrating was like, you know, if I was in film school, I would have walked out, but I wasn't. And it's like this is insane. Yeah. Um. So yeah, please all watch that. It's so so good. Yeah, and um, I love how it also uh, touches on not only like like trans mm. representation but also like what still today being trans um and being like successful or whatever yeah. means that you still fit into a gender yes. even if you if you're like like Laverne Cox for example she's like a beautiful trans woman yeah. you know you you could never uh, deny that she she looks like a woman oh because she God. is a woman yeah. you know she's what she's like feminine she, yeah and it also touches on the fact that that's not what trans is no. trans is not looking like a woman trans is not looking mm. like a man it is Absolutely. it is being that whatever spectrum. that it's looks like for you yeah. yeah guys go and check it out because so it is so good i really loved it yeah. and 
Second to that, I also watched, well, we watched <laughs> The Politicians season two all on one ev- Sunday when we got home. Yeah. Um, and it was incredible. Um, yeah, just if you haven't watched The Politician, I'm sure we've talked about it on here before. Season one's amazing. Season two is equally yeah. amazing, featuring Bette Midler and Judith Light, and it's just Ben Platt. Oh, Ben Platt, of course. Yeah. It's there's a lot of like strong political undertones, even more than the second season. Yeah, I agree. Which I kind of think is like appropriate for the so times. appropriate because there's some things that I'm like, bitch. Like it's a heavily around climate change. And there were some moments of things that I haven't even thought about, or I guess it just made me like think, because just before lockdown and and during level three, everything became very non climate change friendly because you like your barista didn't want to touch your cup, um, all this kind of stuff. Recycling completely stopped in Wellington. Yeah, and so I think it just kind of gave me a good jolt back into like, okay, like this is a massive, like, priority again. Yeah. Whereas before it was like, oh, I won't take my keep cut because they won't take it. But now it's like, well, actually they will. That's actually um, really, I've been thinking that too. And this morning, for the Mm. first time, I literally grabbed the keep cup Mm. and was like, put it back in my bag for good. Amazing, yeah. So good. Awesome. Speaking of for good, what was your uh, life of the party? Okay, so my life of the party is literally so important okay 54 weeks ago the world changed (laughs) and i didn't discover it until this week thanks to friend of the pod stephanie moore (laughs) hi hey hey steph (laughs) so um i don't know if you guys know but there are I got into podcasting because of Steph, who said, you need to listen to Las Culturistas, which is a podcast hosted by uh, Matt Rogers Mm. and Bowen Yang, who are BFFs for life. I know, they're basically the... They're like, basically what we want to do is dance. dance. Yeah. You know? And Matt Rogers is like a comedian, uh, does a lot of improv stuff, Mm. and 54 weeks ago, which is... Steph pointed out just over here. <laughs> yeah. He posted on his Instagram and it's now on his highlights. So yeah. if you go to Matt Rogers, though, T-H-O, Insta, and go to his highlights, there is a highlight called Taylor Swift. T-A-Y-L-A-S-W-I-F-F. Taylor, yes. Taylor Swift. Mm. And there it tracks number one to 12 it goes through what he thought the tracks were going to be to taylor swift's then new album lover yes and it's incredible incredible. i have literally not laughed so hard in a very long time and and, and more than once like you've watched it three times and you watch it again yeah so there are a heap of features on matt rogers (laughs) version of this some of them include jonathan van ness yeah from uh, Queer Eye, which I haven't finished yet, but I hope you guys are enjoying it. I yeah. hear there's been a few tears. Um, and Dowd from Handmaid's Tale, Tale, which we'll get back into later. But honestly, Ooh. her song is uh, called Gay Rights featuring Anne Dowd, <laughs> and I actually think currently that's my favourite. It's definitely my favourite. Yeah. Um, and also Katy Perry features, which yeah. is really lovely to see two people who were um, disconnected. Yeah, and do you know what they connect over? Fag pals. <laughs> 
And so he goes through every single song and he sings a little snippet of each one, how he imagines it would so go. So Matt, Matt is an incredible singer. Like, yeah. yeah, incredible singer. Yeah. And he's got it so on point. It's so good. Like some of the songs, like Bless, um, which is spelled B-L-E dollar sign, dollar sign. <laughs> like it is a Taylor Swift song. Yeah. Like Taylor Swift is running her mouth through Matt Rogers. It's, it's so good. Um, one of the other highlights that I can't wait for you guys to hear is I Do Poppers. Oh, uh, co-written. Yeah, yeah. co-written. <laughs> and um, also, I don't know if you guys have heard this song, but track number 11, mm. um, me exclamation points. Uh, yeah. Very How good. did he predict it? So at this point, when he released this, there were, there were only two songs that had actually been put out. So it was mm. Me and You Need to Come Down, which are tracks number 11 <laughs> and 13, which makes it even more hilarious. Oh my it God, it's so, so funny. Well. And just like every Taylor Swift album, it finishes with mm. like a soft ballad, mm. which is called Carly. And it's like, Carly class. Because <laughs> yeah. they're allegedly slash definitely not friends anymore. Well, you know, um, having the world be like, you're a lesbian couple. And well, but also her, uh, or um, Carly, yeah, I was like, this is a rabbit hole, uh, wormhole. Um, Carly is married to Ivanka's oh, yeah, brother. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brother-in-law. So like, that's a whole thing. Ivanka Trump. Well. So Carly is pretty much a Trump. Well, yeah, the Kushners, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. and I, I mean, we don't know the ins and outs, but fuck, I want to hear it. One day I want to know everything, like the breakdown of that squad, because I feel like Carly was quite a pivotal member because she brought in all the models, yeah. the Victoria's Secret gals, but personally I think Taylor, stick with Lena and Ella. You I know? do know, yeah, I hope that um, her and Lord are friends again. I know. I, they can, they, like... It's really important to me yes. for them to have a friendship through Jack Antonoff. Like, I know. Jack Antonoff obviously works with Taylor Swift a lot, and he's kind of, like, reinvented uh, the pop sound that we know and love today. Mm. And he, like, if you watch any interviews with Lord, she does not, every second sentence she says, yeah, so me and Jack. Yeah, so me and Jack. Yeah, so me and Jack. And I'm like, oh my god, I you love that. Better be friends with Taylor still. I know. With a mouth like that, <laughs> you gotta be. So yeah. yeah, my life of the party. Matt Rogers though. M a t t r o g e r s t h o. Listen to Last Culturistas. Yeah, and we'll link the full highlight. It's so good, guys. Honestly, yeah, yeah. You need to calm down. You want to cackle? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what peaked too soon for you? Okay. Um, I don't want to like get into it like too much, but what peaked too soon for me this week was a wait. Yeah, apologies from people who've been accused of sexual assault, and the apologies are not apologies, and they're like denials. Rah rah rah. Alexa, play Gaslighter by the Dixie Chicks. That's all I have to say about that. Another song that was produced by yes, Jack Antonoff, yes, to be so honest. Good. Oh my God, I just literally did that. Yeah, she was a flailing balloon yeah. um, inflatable <laughs> man from a car shop. Um, yeah, I just don't like these men who are just coming out and being like, yeah, that's not what happened, or no, this didn't happen. It's like, bitch, they're saying it happened. They have the proof. When someone shows you who they are, believe them. Thank you, Maya Angelou. Jason, what was your peak too soon? So my peak too soon um, 
it's it saddens me to say this, but I am a huge fan, and potentially this is my favorite TV show of all time. Yeah, Handmaid's Tale. Like every year when it comes out, I oh. am fully engrossed. I I like literally will cancel plans. Yeah. Oh, like Thursday is canceled for me because Thursday is the day it comes out. Yeah. And um, we were blessed we do so this much. week. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, Thursdays is normally yeah. a riot yeah. of a, a night for yeah. us. Yeah, no podcast recording on a Thursday no. because Handmaid's Tale is out. Yeah. Um, and they released a trailer for it this mm. week. Mm. Go watch the trailer. Um, and it says Handmaid's Tale 2021. Oh, no. 2021. I know. 20 fucking wax. <laughs> It's so shit it's, because I get it. Yeah, we know. We get it. So in the trailer, they've got it. like a lot of old footage yeah. and then like a, a couple of scenes from obviously stuff that they've recorded before COVID. Mm. And then even one of the quotes is like, Blessed be the squad, which I'm like, is oh. that a Taylor Swift Taylor? reference? Yeah. Like, is there going to be another Taylor Swift cover? Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. The music in Handmaids is so good. So eh? good. It's really good. Do if you, you guys have haven't any... watched Handmaid's Tale, you need to. Yeah, now's the perfect time, like, post well, you know. Some people are still fully in COVID. Yeah, I know. That's why I stopped myself from saying that. But, like, post-lockdown. Do you have some predictions? For what will happen. Yeah. So I predict that um, they will go back into Gilead. And oh, save another baby. I know. And I'll and I'll be grumpy about but it. But notice how Nick was in the trailer, and mm. Nick wasn't really in the last season. In my heart, ooh, I yeah. was like, yes, Queen. Nick is uh, a gorgeous girl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nick dates. Um, no, not Dakota Johnson. Al Fanning. Oh, easily confused, I think. Yeah. yeah. Do you know who I get confused with? Al Fanning. So Al Fanning and um, the Olsen. Oh, Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah, because I'm like younger, younger sister. sister right? yeah. yeah, legit. <laughs> oh, they're both so beautiful. Um, What else did I notice in the trailer that I love? Didn't see Luke. No, her Luke. husband. Yeah, but maybe they didn't film his part yeah. yet. And listen, listen, oh God, handmaid. So I've got an idea for you. Release it. Get on a plane, film the rest of it oh. in New Zealand. Go Shit, into lockdown yeah. for two weeks. Take your temperature every day. Get a, a swisher shoved yeah. up your nose and you continue filming in the beautiful country that I call home. Totally. Actually, for people who do love The Handmaid's Tale or if you're just about to embark upon it there's a really good podcast uh an australian podcast called eyes on gilead and it basically breaks down every episode yeah it's so good and they have heaps of cool interviews it's great for people who drink wine while they're watching the episode as well because you're like you're taking it in but you're also feeling really anxious because everything is going on oh and my then you God, listen to it again so and you're intense. like oh yeah that's right that did happen so good. It's such a good show. I'm so annoyed. It's so awesome. And I cannot believe. <laughs> How many times do we just say awesome? Not enough. <laughs> Honestly, like 2021. I know. Well, okay. So in some 
respects, 2021 is going to be so lit. Yeah. Because everything's going to come out. But also, some shows might not start filming again until, like, another few months. And honestly, some shows might not survive. Oh, I know. Like, okay, this was going to be my peak too soon. So, Bravo, the network is falling apart because all the talent on that network are either racist, homophobic, misogynistic Trump supporters. Like, they just all are. And... Well, um... Mostly. No, well, it's literally a network where people watch rich people yes, live their lives. Yeah. You know? And, and that... Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. I have so many thoughts about that. But, well, um, um... Okay, so Beverly Hills... Uh, Real Housewives House of Beverly Wives. Hills is back... Uh, is on Netflix, yeah. season one and season two only. And I started re-watching it again. And um, Lisa Vanderpump, the whole time I was watching her, and she, like, in the later seasons, and in my in my mind, yeah. she was, like, one of my heroes. Like, I love Lisa Vanderpump. Yeah. I think, like, I think she's hilarious and, like, glamorous and amazing. Going back to season one for the first time in a really long time, and I am mm. holding a full bottle of red wine yeah, because I careful. cannot pour this while I'm saying yeah. this. <laughs> she, like, talks about how she lives in a gated community to get the riffraff out, and she goes to the DMV, which is, like, where they get their licenses and stuff, and goes on about, like, how there are all these people around that she, like, can't bear to be near. Yeah. And it's literally all people of colour who are sitting yeah. around her. And I was like, that bitch is a f- racist well yeah 100% and I mean most of the 1% are in these communities Um, a lot of the cast of Vanderpump Rules have been fired really oh yeah like at least four of them um, where have you been? Get on the Daily Mail. Girl, I've been mourning over the loss of Handmaid's <laughs> Tale. Uh, um, uh, 100% most of the Southern Charm cast will go. I don't know if, like, Real Housewives of New York could come back. And it's just, um, it sucks because that is who they are. Do you know what? There is room for, if they go... Good riddance. There is room for better stories to be told. But is the drama and the reason why it works because they're bad people? I think it is. Mm. I've been thinking about this more and more over the last couple of days because Stasi, who I think we... Oh, we talked about in the episode with Harriet because she's a cancer. Like, she has had this amazing podcast for years and I've always kind of been like, she's a basic bitch. Like, she kind of, like, made that term... She, like, started owning that term and, like, wrote a book about it. And, you know, a lot of the time I'd relate to things she was saying about herself... And now I'm thinking and I'm like, no, she's actually just a bad, mean person. Yeah. And then you feel a bit like, fuck, my judgment was so off. How did I think that? So are you saying that it's more like cathartic to watch these people be train wrecks, but... Not necessarily cathartic, but I think the reason that it works is because they're monsters and we find it entertaining because we are all, like, intelligent enough to know that it's just bad behaviour. But you just said that you were, like, on board with her. Well, well, just, like, her thing of her being like, yeah, well, I love Game of Thrones and I love a fucking Aperol Spritz and I'm basic AF. Yeah. Like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the very, like, surface side of it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But, like, her calling the cops on a black woman is a joke. Obviously not. That's why she yeah. got fired. Um, yeah, so it will be interesting because I kind of feel like 
the the shows as they are now can most of them cannot you cannot bring back half of that Real Housewives of New York cast who are just like terrors. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. Actually, speaking the speaking speaking of Bravo, um, I read a really interesting tweet this week that I would love to get your thoughts on, Jason. Um, Dal- Dan- oh, sorry, I'm making so many sounds. Keep going, Danny Pellegrino, who hosts. Every- <laughs> Yeah, there's a visual. Um, Danny Pellegrino, who hosts Everything Iconic, which is once what, which is one of my favorite podcasts about Bravo. How do you? Okay, um, title of this episode. <laughs> like, how do you spell that? B l e r r g h. That's blurg, but very good. Um. He tweeted an excerpt this week from an article that Catherine Heigl did with Vanity Fair a few years ago. So Danny captioned the tweet uh, saying, this would have been interpreted differently by the public if it was said today, everyone called her ungrateful. And the excerpt from the article said how Catherine had told Vanity Fair that she thinks that the 2007 film Knocked Up, that she starred in, and really, like, capitulated her onto the A-list, is, quote, a little sexist. It paints the women as shrews, as humorless and uptight, and paints the men as lovable, goofy, fun-loving guys. Heigl said she had such a hard time on some days because she was playing a bitch and a killjoy and was like, why is this how you're portraying women? Uh, She said 98% of the time it was an amazing experience, but it was hard for her to love the movie and, like, talk about it. Um, And it's interesting because Anne Hathaway was also previously attached to the movie and ultimately left over similar feelings towards the script. Um, I think it leads to an interesting conversation about how, like, the darling of the media can be so quickly turned on by the media themselves and how the media skews our opinion on them. Because Catherine was one of the stars of Grey's Anatomy. Um, if you don't think about Denny dying on a quarterly basis, then you didn't have a childhood. Um, she then like left Grey's and she was a full-on rom-com star. But what happened? Because I was sitting here tonight reading, trying to find a reason why. Um, some people were saying it's because she didn't submit herself for an Emmy nomination during the fourth season of Grey's because she didn't think that her role in that season actually warranted a win um, and she didn't want to take away an opportunity from actresses who was given, you know, like better materials than her. Um, there was rumours of a rift between her and Shonda Rhimes who created the show, um, but in the years since they've kind of publicly worked that out. She's since relaunched her careers, her career starring in Suits. Um, after yeah. Meghan Markle left, Catherine came on board. Um, but yeah, I just think it's a really, again, interesting conversation around why the media can turn so quickly. Like, why do we build, build, build someone up and then we can tear them down within an instant? Well, that um, is, it is true for mm. a lot of starlets mm. um 
I was listening to, it must have been Last Culture Easters, actually, about um, Amy Schumer, who was the, you know, she was the comedy darling. She She was literally could do anything. She had her own TV show. She was starring in movies. She was... Uh, doing stand-up specials on Netflix or whatever platform. And then suddenly everyone turned on her. And she knew, there's interviews of her saying, um, I, like, it's great for now until the media turns on me. Yeah. I can be, I can only go to the top. And then once I get to the top, I, you go down. Yeah. There's nowhere else to go for women. It's all the way down. And not only her, but like, think about people like Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Like she was, you know, she's so relatable and she's Mm. so amazing and gorgeous. And she was in like the star of every single movie that was going to be the pick for Oscars. Totally. And now people are like, ugh. Yeah. And what is, yeah. What is that? And like Catherine Heigl for me, until you sent me those, uh, tweets yeah i was like katherine heigl no thank you but then i was like why do i think that like i i don't follow katherine heigl i loved her in Grey's anatomy you know i do uh enjoy like 27 dresses absolutely like the stuff that she's been in i'm here for yeah but to think about katherine heigl i'm like oh Nothing is more painful. No, exactly. You're like, yeah. that's not awesome. Give me a root canal. Um, <laughs> Girl, I actually need, really need to go to the uh, dentist. But... He told me I needed dental work. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? That's amazing. Um, so it's just unfortunate yeah. that the media has this total control over how we think. we think i guess it's similar in the whole the whole megan markle situation where it was amazing well 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 they got married and then suddenly it was like a slow turn around to yeah. being anti her yeah. which yeah there's so much to unpack there but it's interesting because it's kind of also happened this week in new zealand um Dr. Ashley Bloomfield, who's the father of the nation. Um, Not the daddy of the nation, though. Oh, no. Mike Bush. The doubt, the doubt, the doubt of the nation. Dr. Ashley led us through this crazy crisis we've been through. Um, and every, well, a he lot of people showed done, up every yeah. single day. He was on, he for those of us not in off. New Zealand, yeah. he was on our television every single day. He's the Director General of Health in New Zealand. Yeah. And he has been, yeah. The, Guiding us through, yeah. making us feel safe. Yeah. Um, like just giving us the facts as well. Yes, and he's oh, he's just so sweet. Like, yeah, he's a good boy. Yeah, he is a good boy. And the media's kind of done like a full one eighty on him, and you know they've kind of turned on him. Like there have been some breaches um, with people coming into the border and needing to quarantine and. There were some allowances made for a couple of ladies to come down to Wellington from Auckland, and they did end up testing positive for coronavirus. Um, and yeah, that shouldn't have happened. But also, he is taking all the blame. The health minister, David Clark, um, who himself broke several rules during lockdown, was going on be- bike rides and going to the beach. Um, 
literally blamed Bloomfield and took no responsibility in like this news piece that was um, uh, on the news uh, with our friend, friend of the pod, Tova O'Brien, um, put it Tova. together. Um, and Clark just like puts the full blame on Ashley Bloomfield and like the look. Have you seen the clip? Yeah, the I've look on his face. It is Have you like, seen the meme? Saying goodbye is death by a thousand cuts. Like, it's awful. Oh, I've seen so many memes. Yeah. So um, I think that what I've seen out of this is that the the mainstream media, um, yes. you know, your, your TV1s, your TV3s, mm. your news hub, your whatever, yeah. all the things that the um, that mainstream, whatever, the easiest way to get yeah. to you, that is all the ripping Dr. Ashley Bloomfield yeah. apart. But then you go on the, like, the real deal. You go on to Twitter, Twitter podcasts, uh, Reddit. Yeah. You know, anything where it's real people and real opinions, yeah. not just, like, um, a fucking cash machine, mm. you know. They're all sticking up for Ashley yeah, being, like, totally. we agree that something bad happened in New Zealand. Yeah. And that... Uh, someone needs to take responsibility, but we don't think that it's solely on you. And like, we still stand with you. And and also it's fucking unprecedented times. Like, yeah, this hasn't happened before. Everyone is just doing the bloody best they can. Yeah. Legit. And yeah, there's two things. Firstly, I saw like a, a Kickstarter or something where they were going to, they were just raising money to send Ashley Bloomfield flowers and like chocolates, which was real cute. How much did they raise? Like $500. Oh my gosh. And then I also saw a tweet the other day, guys, if you're not on Twitter, I just, I, it's the best. It's the best. Yeah. That's um, <laughs> I've literally been on Twitter since like 2011 and no, before that, like 2008 and it's amazing. Yeah. Um, Fits in the realm of things. Yeah, if you guys want to go back and try and cancel me, go back deep in my Twitter. I'm sure there's shit there. Um, I think my Twitter is just me being like... It's just like chatting to friends. Like, Yeah. yeah. Mine's like X Factor um, oh. fans. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Yeah. I was thinking today we, we need to get into that soon. Okay, so I thought that we could do... And this was like... Yeah. We, we haven't talked about this yeah, at all. Yeah. Um, I thought we could do a... Uh, Chromatica 2 into Jason winning X Factor. Winning X Factor. We'd have to rewrite history, but okay. <laughs> Who won that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, the little girl. Oh, yeah. She was so sweet. She was sweet. She auditioned after you. I actually you saw her live. I actually saw her live. Um, at a Ronan Keating concert that oh, I went to. She gorgeous. was the opener. That could have been me. Yeah, I did. To Ronan. Yeah, from my auntie because she paid for them. Oh, yeah. I was like, what? Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I saw this tweet that was like, it was so interesting because it was for this one person had four alerts come up on their phone yeah. from Stuff, NZ Herald, One News, and RNZ. And the ones from one particular company were like, there are two new COVID cases in New Zealand in managed isolation. And then the two from the other media company just were like, there are two new confirmed cases of COVID-19 in New Zealand. And it's like, yeah, they manipulate the shit out of yeah. us. Fear-monger- yeah. Fear-mongering, yeah. scaremongering. 
Um, I don't know. It's not awesome. That's what it is. It's not not awesome. awesome. But yeah, so I just think just seeing those two things in the last couple of days, I've just been like, yeah, I think it's just interesting to think about. Shall we get into the mantra? I'm so ready for the mantra. Are you though? Good luck. (laughs) No, what is the thing in the Hunger Games? Oh. And that is... (laughs) 2001 to 2008, there ain't a song that we hate. Amazing. So mine is... Yeah. Hey, sister, so sister, better get the gold, sister. Oh, my God, yours is the same song. Oh, you drink wine with down in the glass. Okay, so mine is Lady Marmalade because this week yeah. I watched Moulin Rouge. Oh, yeah. yes. Um, for the first time in a very long yeah. time. I realized that Moulin Rouge may be very problematic. Oh, so problematic. I wrote essays about Moulin Rouge and yesterday in English. About how problematic it was? No, I did like a full um, 180. Yeah. But um, I also fucking love it. Maybe yeah. one of my favorite movies. Think, oh, do you want to get into why you think well, it's problematic? Or? I just think that they use a lot of like um, inappropriate language. No, 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 oh, no. It's terms? just the whole uh, the extra Just-less stage show. They, yeah, they put on a stage yeah. show about like um, Indian culture. Oh, and they do. Too. There's literally the like Maharaja. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's all White there's people. no Indian people in it at all. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was just a bit weird to watch back. But also, it, God. My gift is smashing. Oh, your song. Yeah, and your song. Oh, medley. my God, that's our song. Come what may. Yeah. Oh, so good. We were saying that. What were we saying about Ewan McGregor? Hot. Peak too soon. But not actually, but that was his peak. Yeah, that was definitely yeah. his peak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, honestly, he's so hot in there. And also, um, Nicole Kidman. Like, oh, no one way. pulls off being pale like Nicole. Yeah, I know. And she's from Sydney. Sydney. No, born in Hawaii. Nicole Kidman? Yeah. Born in Hawaii? Pretty sure. Really? Yeah. Wow. Take me to a quiz night. Let's see if it comes <laughs> okay. up. Okay. Yeah, so um, it, my thing is yeah. that, like, Okay, so I watched Moulin Rouge. Amazing. Whatever. Yeah. Um, we all were one oh, member okay. of the cast okay. of the, like, remake, 2001 yeah. remake of Lady Marmalade. Who were you? Mm. Christina, Maya, Lil' Kim, Pink, or, not often mentioned, Missy Elliott. Oh, okay. So I think before I met you, I would have been Christina Aguilera because I just love the strong. She met mom and love. Um, but I kind of like what's Maya's verse? Um, is that like um? Oh, no, that's uh, no. Yeah. Yeah, wow, she fresh. Oh no, that's now. pink. Oh, okay, maybe I'd be pink. Yeah. To be honest, it's not really in the best key for me. So, what would you change the key? <laughs> I'd take it down a bit, like yeah. Strutty on a star, wow, she fresh so and sexy. So sexy. Um, you're obviously Christina, right? So, before I meet you. <laughs> I the thought S- I was Christina. I thought you I was are Christina. Christina. And Christina Aguilera is literally <laughs> the last woman that I remember having a crush on. Oh, that's so nice. Like, and then I realized I don't like her. I want to be her. <laughs> yeah. So before I met you, I thought I was Christina. And now that I've met you, I am Christina. Okay. Oh, that's so nice. I'm 
I raised you up. Um, we, <laughs> what year is that from? Put it in the playlist. We will. We will. <laughs> Famously, last year we um, went to a karaoke. Was wait? Was the that was after we went to see Macklemore? Eh? This yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, sh- uh, mother of the pod, Bridget Parker, somehow got us tickets to Macklemore. We went. We were late. We missed same love. We don't want to talk about it. Um, but we went out for karaoke afterwards to a bar that really we will name and shame them one day because they have not been kind to us. Yeah. Anyway, we went. There was no one in the bar. It was like a rainy June evening, and <laughs> Jason went to the bathroom and came back, and I was howling to Lady Marmalade. I could hear her doing a solo <laughs> rendition. She even remembered what Maya's verse was. <laughs> Of Lady Marmalade from the bathroom. And, like, I am trying... There was no one in the bar, by the way. ...to pee, but <laughs> laughing so much that nothing will come out. And I'm worried that if I start peeing, it will not go into the bowl. <laughs> there is no ping-pong balls in there for me to aim at. And, honestly, it was one of the most gorgeous memories I've ever had of you. Thank it you. was awesome uh, it was awesome it was awesome i i just i've realized who i am i am okay so um uh little kim's doing her voice her verse yeah, and she's yeah. like one two and well i am the person i i do the ad libs and i'm like when i can see yours that's that's <laughs> who i am <laughs> doing like the callbacks yeah but you'll drink one with diamonds <laughs> <laughs> Expensive taste, taste. Gitchy Gitchy Yeah yeah, yeah. Mocha chocolate Yeah That is, is definitely that? you No I think you're the track I am definitely the, track. the track And 2001 to passionate. 2008 Tell me Okay so This week If you can't already tell This week has been A journey Um Uh And I was at work And I think it was this week Anyway um, and this song came on and it, I, f- I felt it through my body into my veins and I quickly Googled what year it came out and put it on my list cause I've got a running list and I know that we don't play them, but I'm just going to play the beginning because it just, you know why. You ready? I'm ready. So Breathless by The Cause, which now that I'm remembering, I think that I wrote down that it actually came out in 2000, but, you know, we don't care about rules anymore. Um, The Cause are... Irish legends. Yeah, and like a a cornerstone, a cornerstone in my life. They are one of the first bands that I remember being so obsessed with. Oh, so many hits. The Cause was a gateway to homosexuality for me. Was it? 100%. Was it the violin? Who knows? It was like like the the family, I think that's... I was just going to say, I think the moment that I found out they were all siblings, I was just like, oh, my God. Of course, everything makes sense now. That's that's what happened with me. I found out they were siblings, and suddenly I was like... 
Oh my God, everything makes sense for me right now. And then you're like, wait, they do look the same. Um, So we will add Lady Marmalade and Breathless to our playlist. Can I tell you a quick, um, sorry, one more thing about the course. Oh, yeah, yeah. So um, my dad used to have this girlfriend um, and it was the first girlfriend that he'd introduced us to after the divorce. Um, And... It was Christmas time, and we used to have this thing where we'd get each other CDs for Christmas, which maybe Aww, is my why I have such a love so for cute. CDs. Yeah. yeah. So she got um, my dad a cause CD. Which, How did he react? Well, good because like he was into the cause, oh, like, yeah. like any, any good was. father. Yeah, yeah. So was my dad. Um, and it it was like the um, a CD of Irish. Hymns oh, by the, the chorus. <laughs> honestly, it was like there was no go on, <laughs> yeah. leave me breathless. Radio. There was no radio. So young. Oh, no, so young. Oh, yeah, I can't was, wait for these to pop up. Yeah, Hopefully. it was very. It was somber. It was like um, may the road rise to me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And An so, E minor. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, they're not together anymore. Yeah, it didn't work out. No. We all know why. Yeah. Um. No, uh, shit. I thought I had something funny to bring up, but I can't remember what it was. Um, oh, so b- before we played Lady Gaga from 7 to 10, we put on our 2001 to 2008 playlist. Yeah, which is actually, okay, for me, I forget that um, we've created a playlist. <laughs> yeah. And every time a song comes on, I go, God, I yes! love this song. <laughs> Such a good song. So, like, if you don't have yeah. a playlist yet, 2001 to 2008, out. there ain't a song that we hate. Icons on Spotify. Yeah. You can find the link in our show notes. God, we're professional these days. Yeah. Um, We've come a long way in 10 weeks. Is this our yeah. official 10th episode? 11th? Uh, yeah, I think we're well. We'll be on, we're aren't we? Yeah. yeah. And also, hope you guys, oh, we loved talking to Anna. It was amazing. Yeah. And um, our We've got lots in store for Harriet. you. Yeah. Coming so up. Much in store. So it's awesome. Thanks for it's um, awesome. kicking on with us. So awesome. It's been awesome, you guys. I hope you have an awesome evening. And honestly, I think that that is our hangover. Oh, that's our hangover. You guys are awesome. awesome.